Hello and welcome to Searching for Service. I'm Joe Kirk. And I'm Chad Larson. And we're excited to have you on today's show. We have a wonderful guest today, Alexa Runquist, the Executive Director of Rotary District 5950. We're super excited to Second talk. Second time we've had her. Second time, yeah. Uh, she's part a, two. She's a, she's a good guest. She's a, pretty, she's a pretty integral part of Rotary, I can tell you yeah, that right now. Yeah. Kind of one of those linchpins. So yeah, we're yeah. excited to hear more about what yeah learn a little bit about some membership stuff but also what the district's doing and Mm -hmm. uh just kind of understanding rotary um above the club level speak about what the district is doing there's a great event that's coming up chad yeah elevating impact together friendship and funds or friendship and funds fest yep coming up next weekend the 27th on saturday it's from 8 a.m to 11 45 a.m at the plymouth community center um, there's a lot of stuff going on, but at bare minimum, you'll be able to come and, and uh, have some conversation with friends. You can get some pastries. Breakout sessions. Yeah, and then they get into some breakout sessions, really trying to support clubs and and show some success that uh, other clubs have had. You know, they're going to talk about some of the music festivals and how big those have been for clubs, talk about some pull tabs. Did you but, say that you can get a headshot too? Yep. You can that's, do, what, that's what's going to bring me there. Yep, you can do a headshot. That the, they got a professional photographer, so for uh, your LinkedIn profile, your social media profile. Does it cost anything? Nope, it's free. It's free to attend, and uh, if you're interested, if your organization is interested in having a booth to share the – the work you're doing, you can also register to have a booth at it. Um, and where do you get the is the Rotary uh, District website? Fifty nine fifties website is where it, the. And if you're having trouble finding it, listening to the show, go ahead and email the show, and we'll get you connected. And I'll, I'll put the link in the in the in the description here. So if you want to get tickets or get registered, it's a free event, so you don't need tickets. But if you want to get registered, or if you're interested in a booth, I'll have that link in our uh, description for the show. Yep. So uh, check it out. I, I'll, I'm looking forward to being there. We're going to have a table there, so you can stop by and say hi to me. We're searching for service. Give us some feedback, or you know, if you got some show ideas, we're always we're always interested. Love it. Yep. So Love it. The elevating impact together, friendship and fun fest. Funs fest. It's hard to say. Yeah, kind it's, it's kind of a tongue twister. <laughs> but I get where they're going with it. The yep. funds, because you know, the money drives and yep. brings in more opportunities to serve. Um, but yeah, check it out next or yeah, next Saturday, January 27th, Plymouth Community Center. Well, I'm excited to, to get into the interview here. So yeah, we're excited to have Alexa again. She's a, you're going to hear some good stories and also learn. That's that's the best part of it. So we're going to get into the, the interview next here, but, uh, we're going to take a quick break. And thank you for listening. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. We'll be back. Up your game and show off your Rotary Club spirit. Did you know there's a one-stop shop for all things Rotary apparel? Russell Hampton Company is the world's largest provider of licensed Rotary-branded merchandise. From apparel like hats, jackets, and shirts to banners, tents, and awards, they have it all. And most things are customizable. And they can handle orders of all sizes. Russell Hampton Company also has deep connections to Rotary. In 1920, the company founder was part of Rotary Club Number 1 in downtown Chicago. Russell Hampton Company models their business on the Rotary four-way test and gives back 10% of all purchases to Rotary, supporting its global work. So the next time you and your club are out on a service project, arrive with the right swag from Russell Hampton Company to promote your club and Rotary. Even non-Rotarians will want some of your cool hats, shirts, and jackets. Learn more at bestclubsupplies.com. That's bestclubsupplies.com. Rotary is a place for all community-minded people who want to serve their areas with the support of an international organization. Join Rotary to find service. Join Rotary to find inclusion. Join Rotary to find leadership. Join Rotary to find fun. Join Rotary to find friendship. Join Rotary to find a better version of the world. Find a Rotary Club near you at rotary.org and click on Club Finder. There is a club out there for everyone. Find your fit with Rotary. Rotary.org. For decades, eradicating polio worldwide has been Rotary's cornerstone cause. We are incredibly close to ridding the globe of this virus, but we need everyone's help to get us to the goal. World Polio Day is October 24th. Please consider making a new donation to Polio Plus or increasing your already generous giving. 
Go to endpolio.org to be a part of this historical eradication of polio. You will help get vaccinations to the most remote parts of our world and help fulfill a promise we made to end polio now. Two drops and it stops. Hello, welcome back to Searching for Service. I'm Joe Kirk. And I'm Chad Larson. And we are brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and... Russell Hampton. Russell Hampton. Check out the swag if you're watching on uh, the camera. They sent over some uh, tumblers, some a cutting board, and some cool stuff. The number one printer for Rotary. Yeah, ama- amazing support. And we're so grateful for their, their contributions. Yep, thank you. And we have, we have Alexa Runquist with us. She's the district executive, executive director, director uh, 5950, pretty much the Swiss Army knife, <laughs> and misconsistent. <laughs> well, thank you. That's One of the few two-time guests. That's right. Two-time yeah, guests. We're excited. And speaking of the, the district, we do have an event coming up. Yeah, and- we talked about it before break, but the Elevating Impact Together Friendship and Fun Fest coming up next weekend on the 27th. You can sign up at the district website, uh, free event. It's at the Plymouth Community Center next Saturday, 8 a.m. And we'll have the, the link in the yep. show page. So check it out. Hi, Alexa. Well, welcome. How are you? Good. How are you, boys? Excellent. Very good. Very good. Missing Kelly, but uh, our, our, our host. But we're, we're pulling it together today. <laughs> <laughs> as best we could. Well, it is funny. I, I do joke with her all the time. I'm like, you do realize you are the lead dog, right? Yeah, <laughs> She's like, what? She sits in the chair. <laughs> it's true. When I knew I was going to be late, who did I text? Yeah, <laughs> it's hilarious. I'm like, I got to text her Kelly. It's hilarious. So. Yeah. No, but you made it in plenty of time. And so today we want to kind of talk about understanding the district and, you know, also what, what you're what you've learned and, you know, what, what people should know and, you know, just kind of general conversation. We had such a great conversation last time and uh, we just kind of wanted to learn a little bit more. And I think so much of what we talk about at the district is so valuable for any person that's listening to this, not just Rotarians, but people that are, are really thinking about service organizations and how to, how to join them or what are the attributes of a service organization that are, that are important? What, what are the things that service organizations are struggling with? And that are trying to, um, you know, really uh, approach yeah. and, and, and go at as we're trying to attract new members and, and really make Rotary specifically an attractive place for not only um, established members, but new new members. Yes, yes. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, the district's the, luck, the, the one that gets to oversee all the clubs and kind of gets to see everything that's happening. So here's the good and the bad and gets to, you know, move those forward. And also is the kind of the intersect between all the information that's coming down from all the larger parts uh, or, you know, the larger organization, Rotary International, our zone, um, our region. So what does it go? Club, district, zone, region, international? Yes. Yes. Very good. Yeah. Yes. Well, I, we were talking. We uh, learned a thing or two. You know, I, I, you know, as in, you know, only a year in, I, I feel like I know more about uh, the structure than most, and that's why I thought it was a good, good opportunity, a good show to talk to you about. Because I don't think many people really understand, you know, how the structure works, even as you go above the club, and so that's uh, I've I've learned a lot because of the show, but I think that's pretty unique. Uh, that I, I've talked to some of our members, and I mentioned something like I, I don't know, and they've been a member for twenty years, and so I always think of the district as the the transformer. Like it steps down all, like so you get the big stream of information from Rotary International, and then it kind of comes down the funnel, and then it gets to the district level, and it really gets stepped down to the club level, and it's more palatable, right? Like I mean, because just think about it: if all the clubs got <laughs> all of the Rotary International oh, communication. <laughs> Yeah, how, much, how much do you have to sh- sh- sift through? Um, or I, th- is it pretty I think the first word you were thinking of was probably the right one. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's even like it doesn't – it's even not – it's not from Rotary International because it, it breaks down to the zones, right? And then the zones are kind of grouped together and um, the, each of them has a director and um, – those 17 directors are what make up the board of directors. And I think that's a really uh, important piece that I I never even knew um, 
about until I went to zone training and then a lady said, oh, you guys don't know how the board of directors is made up? And she like drew a little diagram and it was like, kaboom. Oh, that makes so sense. <laughs> but then zone is there and really zone is to train your district leaders. So sure. they're the ones that are, you know, filtering it out. Yeah. The, you, people you've spoken to, Alex Johnson and Lloyd Campbell. And those are those zone leaders that come down and they filter it down to our leadership. Mm-hmm. And so we don't have to sift through as much as you think, because Zone is really doing that for us. Um, so there's multiple transformers. Exactly. To use my analogy. Yes. Yes. Um, all I can picture is like a transformer car when you say yeah, that. That's like, what like I was thinking. Not, yeah. not the energy transformer. That yes. made sense when he, when he explained it. Okay. Yeah. I think of a, a big pole with the transformer thing. Yeah, no, the power pole. I yeah, the power pole. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Never mind. <laughs> Moving on. My, my analogies are so good. <laughs> <laughs> so how long have you been in the role as executive director? So in this role, um, three years. And previous to that, it was kind of broken out to organizational and finance. Um, and I did the organizational piece. Um, and prior to that, all I did was registrations for, like, the fun event you talked about earlier. Earlier, as I just did. Funds event. Funds event. Yeah, I named it. I should be able to say it. Um, But yeah, so all I did was registration for that. And that was kind of cool because that really got me to understand. That's where I met so many people. Sure. And really got to say, like, when I sit at a registration booth, I can know about 70% of the people when they walk in. Wow. Well, and for our listeners, too, if you want more backstory on Alexa, definitely tune into the first episode. You kind of understand why she's here. Yeah. And so like, it's, it's kind of nice in this episode that we get to dive into some of the more, um, technical things yes. of the district versus let's not get too technical. Uh, well, not, not too technical. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, like, yeah, no, you know, we, we kind of heard your story already, which is really yeah. inspiring for those, um, yeah. you know, wanting to be inspired. Listen to Alexa's first, first show is really, really special. Um, but we get to talk about the district today and we get to talk about, cause a lot of our members don't know a lot about the district and then specifically anybody that on here, that's not a Rotarian is going the what? Yeah. The who? <laughs> right? it's, I, I still hear people say you hear presidents coming in. What is the district? So, yeah. you know, we have so many, first we have to get rotary out to the public so they know what it is. Yeah. And then once you're Rotarian, we need you to understand what the district does and how they can serve you, and then what the zone does and how they serve us, and then what Rotary International does and how they so- yeah. serve us, and the, kind of that step up. So, But I'm just one person. I think the big thing about the district is it's a huge organizational chart, sure. about 38 people this year, and it's relatively small this year. So it fluctuates with district governor, district governor initiatives, and also who says yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Rotary, uh, the Rotary way. Right. And that can also fluctuate just given your uh, district governor. Um, so we're relatively small this year. Um, we Just coming back from COVID is a big part of it. Um, yeah. People still, there's a group that doesn't want to get out. We're still getting our feet back in. Um so it sounds like an amazing opportunity too for those that are either Rotarians at the club level that are looking for maybe something different to do is to serve at the district level. Yeah, there's so many opportunities. I think this is where you can really find your passion and help other people in understanding it. My husband is an assistant governor. He loved mentorship in his job. And I said, I think you would be great mentoring other clubs. And so he's an assistant governor. And what that looks like is they kind of have five, anywhere from five to seven. It's just. Um, it's geographical in this case, um, and he has five clubs that he works with just to mentor them and share information. So not everything has to come from one office or one sure. voice or different approach, different way of thinking. That's a really good opportunity. We're always looking for those, and the best thing about assistant governors is you can say, "I want two clubs" or "I want twenty clubs." Sure, well, you kind of pick. You can kind of pick time, but also yeah. <laughs> geographic, I'm sure too. <laughs> yeah. So as you go on in greater Minnesota, it gets really widespread. So you have to travel a lot. So like um, in the Wilmer area, they split it. They only each have three clubs. Um, and then if you get into area three, which is like you're a Dinah, um, Eden Prairie, um, Southern, the Southern Metro, they do a lot more clubs because it's just not so time. Yeah. Sure. Five yeah. minute, 10 minute drive between. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or Edina two in the same, yeah. <laughs> same place. Yeah. Um, as we were, as we were talking there, what, what is the thing that drives people to get 
active at that club level and you have your husband that's you've done that but is there something that drives people or is it just getting exposure or? the district level or the club yeah, level? i'm sorry the district okay level. perfect I'm sorry. i was Thank like you um, <laughs> you know is there kind of an entry point i think it's when they see i don't know so much an entry point but i think being asked that's a big thing right so yeah. being asked um because not everybody knows those opportunities out there mm-hmm. but it's when you say for example like oh Hey, Joe, you've got such a passion for food shelves, and I'm looking to do something with food shelves. Well, if he's already inspired by that and knows how it changes people's lives, he's most likely your best advocate sure, out yeah. there. You know, we have our incoming, our just elected, so not hasn't been voted on by the clubs, but um, district governor, he has a deep passion for the foundation and he truly believes in that and so he's a champion for that simply because he believes it in his heart i don't have to tell him yeah. anything he doesn't need a lot of education because he already believes it and i think yeah. that's the big one yeah um i think the entry point really often they don't seek us we seek them yeah so a lot of um going to meetings and just observing and talking and Try not to sit with your friends, but sit with the new people so you can learn about yeah. them. And What are the roles specifically in a club that have the most interaction with the district? So so obviously the club president is going to have a lot, but are there other roles that have more interaction with the district than others? Yeah, I think there's really when you – the kind of the three-legged stool. So our president-elects have a <laughs> lot of interaction, and we really – in the last – three years have really pushed to have more interaction with them to educate them um they do get training from a zone team from Mm -hmm. a from a president-elect training seminar but that doesn't give them the local training and some of the nuts and bolts some of that computer knowledge i've talked about before even not they wouldn't hear about the podcast so those are things that we're doing locally so we touch base with them monthly we touch base with our presidents quarterly um and that's like face-to-face on a computer, like a Zoom meeting yeah, or something. Yeah. Yep. And then the other ones would be your foundation chairs, yep. your membership chairs, and your public image chairs. Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just thinking of, like, if there's somebody that's listening to the show and goes, okay, I'm not going to ser- – like, I'm not necessarily ready to, to help at the district level yet, but maybe – I can serve in a role that has a little bit more interaction with yeah. the district to get mm-hmm. a little bit more information, a little bit more comfort, and then and then say yes the next time. Yeah. So those are the nice roles then to be focusing on is a lot of the chairs. Yep. Membership especially. I could see that one being a big one. Yeah. yeah and then huge. Uh, what about TRF? That's the Rotary Foundation. That's the Rotary Foundation. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that has a that plays a big part, and when you get into that role, you're also kind of getting into the grants yep. and understanding the grants. The thing about the district is, if you see something, maybe that bothers you, you want to improve on. Yeah. That's see, an opportunity, right? An opportunity. <laughs> it can be something like, or you, anything. It can be a role per se. Because um, not everything has to be these big chairs, right? We do have a big membership chair. We do have a polio chair. But there are smaller roles. If I have a lady who kindly will read the newsletter for me before I send it out and say, hey, you that that just do A, B, and C. Okay, thank you. And that's a role at the district. No, her name doesn't appear anywhere on the chart, but that is incredibly yeah. helpful. Yeah. And I think like um, the elevating impact together that there's a huge piece. If you're just interested in like training, event planning, um, getting to know, if you just want to get to know more people, mm-hmm. there's a place for you. You just have to come to us and say, hey, I'm kind of interested and we'll fit you in where you want. That's great. And no commitment. I'm not going to make you sign any papers that say you're here for life or you have to give 40 hours or anything like that. We want to be flexible to where people are in their lives. That makes sense. You know, one thing I we've seen is all the different clubs that have really successful either events or programs. Uh, what is your role to then try and show that to other clubs or do you connect them or, you know, because we're lucky in our district. I think there's a lot of really successful, you know, whether it's pre-K or some of the music festivals or concerts to volunteer. But so what What does that look like for you when you – do you identify or do you, is it kind of pretty apparent when something's really successful? And then how do you how do you connect those? I think there's three ways they get identified. Um, I will start to notice. I do a lot of like late night 
um, deep dive reading of (laughs) articles. I'll just, you know, search Rotary and read a lot of articles, browse the websites, do their Facebook. Um, Our district governor will notice. And then you'll get a club who's super excited and proud of what they do. And so they tell us. And that makes our job really easy. But, you know, they're Rotarian, so they're very – that is not very often. Um, Oftentimes it will be Chad promoting Joe. It yep. won't be Joe coming forward and saying he championed this great gala and it raised, you know, $50,000 or whatever like that. So it's it's looking for it. And then there's a different, couple different ways. What do we do with that? Do we just promote their success? Is it, um, is it something we can duplicate? And that's mm-hmm. what – I keep going back to this event, um, but that's what this event is all about is duplicating success stories. Yeah. Right. Yep. And um, I'll use my own club, for example. We did a membership drive, and it was called um, Service Above Self Social. And it was a membership drive. We had 47 potential members come to a brewery in downtown Hopkins. um, And that really turned over about eight new members, which is incredibly successful when you look at membership drives. And so how do we duplicate that? Well, we started sharing about it, but we also put together, like, I really pushed our team to put together a handout with actionable items Mm -hmm. on that. And then um, luckily we were – Nate is also a Minnetonka Rotarian, my husband, and he turned it around and pushed it out as assistant governor. And so it's finding those avenues to get it out um, and having those clubs really be the ones who share it. It shouldn't be the district sharing it. We want to continue to promote the clubs to share it out. Can we talk about that event for just two seconds? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Because, you know, I think that – this show is promoting membership. I mean, really at its at its core, and you just shared an incredible event. Yeah. Of it sounds like the like how how did the invite happen? How did what was the what was did what everybody did the, bring somebody? Did you how did market that work? it? Because, I'm because, so interested I mean, when you right. brought that up. It seems like sorry a, to go in a different like, direction, real like, quick, but that. <laughs> No, but I could tell you we're doing a breakout on January 27th <laughs> if you want to come I'll learn more. But, there. yeah, some of the highlights of it. So the first thing um, – so I brought some really technical membership knowledge okay. um, and things like we're never going to say the word membership. Yeah. Initially, it was called a Minnetonka Rotary, Rotary Club membership drive. Well, nobody wants to be a statistic. Yeah. yeah. You know, Kelly and I don't want to be the young mom. Yeah. Like, oh, we're out. You know, right away. So we, yeah. we nix the word membership. We I told well, there's I, a there's a permanence to membership too. That exactly. Kind of, and you're like, oh. yeah. yeah. So that was a big thing that I think That's really helped us is that um, I really pushed them not to say it, but we weren't allowed to write it anywhere. So none of our material were we um, never did we say join. Yeah. Um. So those were that was a big thing. Um. We spent a lot of time. Uh, I mean using Canva to make a nice-looking graphic. You know? So it makes a difference. We had a a professional-looking graphic, and then we printed them for a little bit higher cost on a little bit glossier paper, and I do think that brings notice to it. And we used not just Facebook. We used Meetup. We used Eventbrite. um, And then we did personal invites, handwritten invites. Yes. On the glossy paper to everyone who has touched our club in some way. Um. And then we had a team who walked the streets. Hopkins is a real – if you're not familiar with Hopkins, it's got a real true downtown. Yep. Even though it's in, you know, Minneapolis suburb. But it's got a true downtown. And um, though we're from Minnetonka, our roots started from the Hopkins Club. Sure. Yep. And so we – and our event was in Hopkins. And so we walked the streets of those businesses and a group of four um, members went into each business and told them about the event and gave them an invitation. And so that was a really big thing. And then on a one evening, we had a bunch of extra invitations. What are we going to do with them? We drove the neighborhoods next to where we meet and stuck them in the mailboxes. And we actually got someone. Oh, very cool. You you literally just described my business. <laughs> no, like I what what I gotta say is first of all, congratulations. That's a really successful event, and I think that you guys identified the most important component of it is just bringing people together. It's not about membership. It's not about joining. It's about exposure, right? Like, and it's yeah. about just getting people to it. And I think that that's the biggest hurdle of anything. Well, not starting at. At a club meeting that's structured, you right. know, I think that 
we were talking, I think that's a, an important aspect because that can be intimidating. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've not been successful in bringing too many guests because, well, you know, and I get it because it is a structured event mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, I think that aspect is probably really important. I think, Joe, you said a really important thing. You just described my business. So, um, yes, you you have knowledge. This is what you do. And so often we, like, turn that I don't know, Rotarians like kind of turn that off in their head 100%. that they're successful business people. And we need to look to those skills to turn it around and use You mean it. generating meaningful relationships <laughs> will will drive Rotary membership? Yeah, I mean, but it's so Crazy. funny that like <laughs> it just Rotary has always stayed in this box and we need to take it out and put it on our desks and we need to use the skills we learn from Rotary, but flip it around. And when we talk about getting younger members, like I have a good friend that's a Rotary actor and we talk about that. What does that look like? Well, she said, you know, I spent my whole most of my college career was online. And then everything after my networking was online. And yep. she's like, I don't know how to network in person because of COVID. Well, that's easy. Let me let me help you on that. But we turned that off. And so I think that's a really important piece. Um, and then exposure to the community. One thing that we did is we brought in not just Rotarians to speak, but we had people who had gotten money from Rotary. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. To that's wonderful. Share, share the impact. stories. Yep. That makes sense. You know, and, and – I mean, I don't know about you. Like, I mean, I know that I can be better about inviting people to rotary meetings and to, you know, being more proactive. Like, I'm as social as it comes. And yeah. I'm a, like, one of the things that I tell people, I'm like, gosh, I can connect you to anybody anywhere, like, yes. to anything. And then you go, well, wait a second. Why am I not doing that for yeah. rotary? Because rotary is like yeah. that is. on steroids. Yeah. Like, it's so, so it's funny that you say that. There, there is a disconnect, there is a true disconnect that's happening with me as a member or now you think of somebody who's not a member yeah. and you go that that disconnect has to be even larger than that and it's the 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 word that i came up with when you said um you took out membership and you took out joining permanence is you took away the yes. permanence and instead you you made it very just come and check it out yeah does it work great if it does sweet join if not, thanks for coming exactly. and supporting. Appreciate it. Because now those 47 people know about Rotary mm-hmm. and it will, they'll think about it in a new way. They'll look at it differently. And sometimes that's just as important as having someone in the seat is having, you know, a partner out there that knows what you are and says. Are you doing it again? Yes. Actually, we just. In the same place? Yes. We had our planning meeting last night. Um, I love and that. Yeah. I'd like an invite to that, please. Okay. The planning meetings, those are just as fun. Not, not oh, the planning meeting. <laughs> well, they're at the same brewery we have the event, so there's a lot of planning per se and just some friendship that happens there too. I but love it. Yeah. Cool. Like, I mean, what a great example of, you, you know, I, what I really liked about that case study is it's something that we all can take away and go, wow, I just learned something major. And you don't even have to be a Rotarian for this. It's just about getting people together and educating and just exposing people to good people. Yep. And wherever it goes is wherever it goes. If it if it falls on deaf ears and you know you went and you had a good beer and you just went home, fine. But if you were one of the eight people you said that joined? I think that's what we've come I can count eight. I mean, yeah. that's incredible. You yeah, do that you, you do that four times a year and you get eight people each time. I mean, that's an incredible yeah. return in yeah. new membership. And it was funny, there was a Microsoft event happening. So this brewery happens to be three floors. There's a Microsoft event happening on the top floor. So everyone had and the top floor does didn't have um self because it's self serve um brewery. So they didn't have um, a tap up there. So they would have, to come, have to come down. down and they all said, oh my, oh, my dad was a rotating. What are you guys doing here? And again, that was just another group that had it flash in their mind. They recognized what it is. Getting um, out there. Yeah. And it, and it goes back to like being able to change the perspective and share that story, getting our own members comfortable yeah. with sharing this, with that, sharing their story, sharing what Rotary is. Um, because I think people are just don't, I was mentoring a student, um, a high school student, and he said, I, I think my mom's a Rotarian. I said, 
you think your mom's a Rotarian? He's like, yeah, I think she goes to a meeting downtown Minneapolis over the lunch hour every week. And I was like, how could he not know that, yeah. right? <laughs> so that obviously none of that discussion was ever happening right. at home. He was never able to maybe go with to a service event or a social event. Mm-hmm. And so it's opening that conversation up and, and, and telling people about it and that's amazing. And, and I appreciated the little bit of a tangent because I think it's an important tangent because it actually brings us back to kind of what we were, were going to talk about is, you know, engagement from the the club level. And like, you know, you were showing us some statistics from the survey. And I think we should talk a little bit about the survey because it's super important. Like this is self-diagnosed um, from Rotary members of the district of how we're doing. Yeah, share a little bit about the survey just so people understand it. Yeah, so in 2019, um, we did a membership survey, and then we came back and did that survey again in 2021. Um, yeah, 2021, Mariana's um, – I have to go by district governor year. Otherwise, it doesn't work <laughs> out in my head, so I apologize. It doesn't so, help that it ends in the middle of the year either. Right, <laughs> right? exactly. Yeah. Um, so what we did is we did a survey of our about all the members in our district. Mm-hmm. We averaged about 1,300 members, and we have about 2,600 at the time. So really good response rate. Yep. Um, and when they did it, they were we were actually able to break it out by club. So each of the clubs could get their membership data mm-hmm. based on those questions. So really serving the clubs. And that was – That's super helpful for the club level. My mm-hmm. goodness. Like being able to know – how their club, like just the temperature, the general temperature of their club. Is it cool? Is it hot? Is it, you know, and then you can really gear your programming towards that. Yeah. That's that's a, that's a huge resource. So thank you, district. Yes. Thank you. Well, and I always say, you know, if you're going to have a survey, what are you going to do with those? Because let's not make people fill out surveys to fill out surveys. Correct. And I will just quickly put in a plug before I talk about the results. Uh, The district can do the survey again for you. We're now coming on three years new data, new information, you know, new Rotarians. We can do this survey for you and get it free of charge. You want to do a different type of survey. The district has the ability to do surveys and help people understand. We really want you to do them to listen. Yeah. And then we have this, we have visioning people who are trained in visioning to go the next step and help you look at it and move it forward. So that was my little plug. Sorry. Well, and I got a little plug for the show. If uh, you joined Rotary because of this show, make sure that you say that in the survey. Thank you very much. That's right. (laughs) So what were your takeaways? Um, Uh, So one of the biggest takeaways is we did what was called a net net promoter score. So we had Rotarians on a scale of one one to 100 rate how likely they were to tell somebody about it. Okay. And uh, when that number came back, we were a 49. Wow. Well, we talked a little bit about this off air. I said 49 might be generous. You know what I mean? Like, that's good. But I tell you what, that that informs you, right? Like, I'm guessing that we would have all, if we would have been polled before this, we'd say 75, 80. No no problem. That we're we're all promoting Rotary and we're – so – that that's some nice bit of it. I think this is the most important piece of information that you could get. As you go, why is why are we struggling with membership? Oh, only fifty yeah. percent of us talk about it. Okay, interesting. That's a good place to start, right? And then <laughs> they broke it out even further, which I thought was interesting. So they broke it out from twenty to forty year olds, and that number went up. Yeah. Sure, but only to a fifty four, but it did go up. Um, and then the over forty was still stayed at a forty nine. Yeah, okay. and then so it's like looking at why can't they? Do they not have their elevator speech, or yeah, you know, is it as simple that. as that? Yep. Or yeah, do they not know how to talk about it, or is it that their experience is bad? Um, and we did have um, 
this this survey was actually not done in house. This was um, contracted out by a company and third so, party. Yes, and so they were able to kind of walk through that with us. Um, and there's 160 pages of commentary on the district <laughs> website if you really want to dig Dive deep into, into it. it. <laughs> yeah. You think the commentary section of the Star Trib is good? I bet you that's that's really good. <laughs> Letters but, to the you know editor. You know what's really fascinating is you know something I was thinking about is and we talked a little bit about this in another episode is we we talked about how that first year is really interesting like I spent my first year observing yep so mm-hmm. you know it'd be really curious to understand like so so maybe that younger demographic is there's a lot more observation so they're still trying to figure out what rotary is to them so it's really difficult to promote out yeah now if you're in the like I can't remember what the stat is, but I mean, it's over a third of of Rotary has been twenty plus years yeah. in Rotary. I think you got it figured out by yeah. now, and you should be able to promote it. And if anything, you got to be thinking about legacy at that point, right? Like mm-hmm. we've got to keep Rotary going. It's served me so much over the last twenty, yeah. thirty years. How do I empower the next generation? So some of this doesn't line up, and you go, well, what's happening? Like what? What's prompting this? And you know, I don't know if you know. I mean, I think this is more of like a good discussion question right. of going. Well, what's I, driving it? You know, I, being a year in, I, I was talking in our last show. I still don't have a good pitch or you know the right way to talk about it. And you know, the first thing everybody says, "Well, isn't that all older people?" And I said, "Well, no, that's not not the reality of our club and not the reality of what I've seen." But I'm still not. Well, A, not doing it right because I don't bring up people as guests, but also I don't fully feel I have the right pitch. Or, and pitch yeah. isn't the right word, but the right way I sh- should speak about it that Value connected, proposition. connected for me, and I think it would connect with people. But when I have talked about it, I'm missing something, and I don't know why. And I so I'd be interested if you – have ideas on that? <laughs> I, no, I, not to put you on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know that I had a pitch, honestly, until uh, my last, until I had to come on first time on my podcast, and I, and uh, I spoke to a district governor who gave me some advice, and she said, "Well, what would your elevator speech be?" And I was like, "Oh no, yeah, I don't know." And so I had to really think, like, why am I? And then I had to turn around. And tell that story, yeah. and I and I knew it had to be in story form, right? So last night, one of the things we were talking about at our membership meeting is they said, well, "Alexa, we want you to stand up there and we want you to give some facts about Rotary." And I'm like, "No, nobody cares." And right, that first, if I stand up there and give a bunch of facts, and you're still in that <laughs> observation, exactly, they're going to take their beer and go to the third floor, <laughs> Absolutely. right? Um, that's not what they want to hear. That's not why they're here. They want to hear those stories. They want to hear those pieces that um, make the connections, make the connection to the community. Um, it's I'd say that them- people are compelled by emotion, but they stay with data. Like, oh, so what's interesting yeah. is, is like I look at the survey and I go. Man, I'm not really happy with that score. How do I change that? Yeah. Like, because because it is important to me emotionally and in all of that, and going, I don't really love that. Yeah, I don't love that. So the data is the the trailing fact, like you were saying. And mm-hmm. so, how do you convey something that's emotional? I mean, I guess that would be the pitch, right? Like, yep. so how do you convey emotion rather than logic? Go, like for me, it was like it saved my life. Right. My life was falling apart at the time. And it saved my life. Done. End of story. Yeah. Like, I don't know how much. And then all of a sudden you're talking to somebody who's got a little bit of problem in their life and they're going, oh, wait a second here. This, yeah. this sounds pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I better check this out. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like I finally belonged. I felt so out yeah, of place I, in I Minnesota. And I finally felt like I belonged. I, belonged. I remember that. I, I was no longer just a North Dakota in, in Minnesota. I felt like I belonged. Oh, well, why? What, what were those things? Yeah. You know, and uh, so you got to get them to sit down and so don't talk at them. Right. So at our membership event, our speakers only get two member two minutes to speak. And then they and then there's 20 minutes of just free time to drink your beer, eat your apps yeah. and browse or not browse. Excuse me. But mingle. Chat. Yeah. Mingle. Thank you for a better word. Yeah. So it's it's telling that story. But we have to do a, a better job of just like sharing it um, yeah. out there. Do we have time for a quick story? Yep. Yep. OK. So I was teaching a class to fourth graders. And this 
kid kept telling me about this great book he read. And it was such a great book, and it was about this kid who had to walk four miles to water, but then they got these wells, and then they didn't have to walk, Miss Alexa. It was so wonderful. And, and it, he just went on and on and on. And he's like, you got to read this book. And I would see him every week when I was teaching, and he brought me the book. You should read this, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Great. Oh, thank you so much for sharing. He's so passionate about this book. A couple weeks later, we're sitting in my kitchen. I'm making pancakes, and my son says, oh, Mom, I read this book. And it's about this kid who walks for water. And I was like, uh-huh. And he's like, and then Rotary built them we- uh, wells, Mom. <laughs> Mom, Rotary saved these kids' lives. Isn't that incredible? And I was like, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And I just kind of sat there. I was like, nobody else is hearing this moment. Yeah. But it was because we don't shy away from talking about it, right? Yeah. He's there. He was at that membership meeting last night. Um, and he... So we tell the story. We don't shy away from it. We talk about the benefits. We include them. Um, and we just have to do that with everybody, I think. Yeah, that makes sense. An, interest, an interesting thing that that made me think of is there's this phrase that I play in my head all the time when my ego gets a little out of control. <laughs> and it's, be more involved and less impressed. Yep. And that's, that's it, it, so to, the, to your point of... Like as we're talking, kind of to wrap this up as a as like how do you how do you help educate people is be more involved with them. Yeah. Don't don't try to impress them or don't try to look impressive. Yeah. Go. What do you need? Yeah. What? Be curious about them and how to help them, and then align with them instead of going. Well, this is just so obvious. You should just join Rotary. I mean, because it because let's be honest, it is, but. Maybe for that person, it's not emotionally evident. It may make logical sense, but there is no emotional connection. Yeah. And so this has actually been a really fun no, conversation. Yeah. Just, I love for, this. just for me, I'm thinking about it. You know, I was, you're going to enjoy it. You know, yeah, it's the right thing. I, yeah. So that this is very, you know, for me as I, as I try to I struggle with this, I appreciate the conversation today. Well, yeah, this was I love really it. fun. I love that. Be curious about that person because, you know, yeah. it goes back to the district. If you have an interest, we can fit you in. But again, what is that person looking for? Yeah. You can help them. So we can take that away as kind of like the, the thing of this show is be curious. Be curious as individuals, as members. Be curious as clubs. Be curious as a district. Be curious. Yeah. Just continue to be curious about our members. Yeah. yeah. Continue and, to I mean, learn. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us today. It's been a great show. I feel like we could go for about uh, two more hours, but, uh, you know, time goes by fast. It sure does. Well, we'll be back after the break. You're listening to Searching for Service. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. We'll be back. Show off your Rotary Club spirit with Russell Hampton Company. They're the world's largest provider of licensed Rotary items. They make everything like hats, jackets, shirts, banners, and more. Russell Hampton Company is a fourth-generation family-owned and operated business founded in 1920 by a member of the first-ever Rotary Club in Chicago, Club Number 1. When you call Russell Hampton Company, you get more than just a company, you get a fellow Rotarian-owned business who's there to help. No matter if you're ordering for your entire club or just yourself, no order is too big or too small. Not sure what your club needs? Their team members can help and customize just about anything. They live by the Rotary 4-Way Test. They also give 10% of all purchases back to Rotary to support Rotary's global work. So remember, Russell Hampton Company is your one-stop shop for all things Rotary. Learn more at bestclubsupplies.com. That's bestclubsupplies.com. Russell Hampton Company, Rotarians serving Rotarians. Of the things we think, say, or do. Is it the truth? Is it fair to walk on sun? Will it build goodwill and better friendship? Is it the truth? Is it fair to walk on sun? Will it be better for sure to walk on sun? Join 
Rotary to serve your community and the world with honesty, fairness, and goodwill. Our four-way test guides our actions every day. Is it the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build goodwill and better friendships? Will it be beneficial to all concerned? These values underpin our commitment to making a positive impact on the world. Learn more about your local Rotary Club and stop searching and start serving. And the song you're hearing now was performed by Rotary Club of Dar es Salaam Oyster Bay. Is it the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build good? Will it better friendships? Will it be beneficial to all concerned? When we pay it forward, it will be returned. Join Rotary to serve your community and the world with honesty, fairness, and goodwill. Our four-way test guides our actions every day. Is it the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build goodwill and better friendships? Will it be beneficial to all concerned? These values underpin our commitment to making a positive impact on the world. Learn more about your local Rotary Club and stop searching and start serving. And the song you're hearing right now was performed by the Rotary Club of Saskatoon, Natuna in Canada. When we take it forward, it will be returned. Hey there, welcome back to Searching for Service. And just as a reminder, we are brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and... Russell Hampton, the number one printer for Rotary in the country. You can check out our swag if you're watching online. You can check them out at russellhampton.com. But they print everything. They got a lot of yeah, got nice mugs, a nice hat, even a cutting board. Yeah, and so. if your company needs printing needs, obviously the, this is a great option for you. Yeah, or your club. Or you know, they work. the club too, yeah. Yeah. So well, welcome back. We had a great guest, uh Alexa, the executive director from District 5950. Yep. Uh, it was a great conversation. You know, it was pretty cool to learn about their membership event. Um, what a what a great learning experience and something yeah. we can really uh, fascinating when you don't make it a membership event and you just yeah. make it a hey let's all get together and figure figure out how to add value to one another and then all of a sudden you get members because yeah. there's additional value that's pretty amazing yeah I'm be interested to hear a little bit more about it at the funds and friends event uh, mm-hmm. uh, this weekend so that'll be cool to or next weekend excuse me. Cool to hear some of the other uh, people that have had success with uh, events like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's she's a great guest. You know, I always learn too. You know, we've learned a lot on the show about the district level and above, and um, even every time we have her, and I learn something more. Even when I talk to her, I'm like, okay, that that makes more sense. And, yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's interesting, and she even what I didn't know before she came on was the actual full structure from international zone. I mean, I had some idea, but she really kind of broke it region, down. Region, right? Region, region yeah. and yeah. So it was, she's always a great guest. But um, yeah, I think we can all learn from uh, from the membership event, though. Yeah, and you know, it's so nice, too, when you have guests on. And, you know, one of the things that I love about this show is we kind of let it go where it wants to go and where there's real value. Like, she wasn't brought on here to no. talk about membership and to you know specifically outline a, a project that they did with their club that was successful but the conversation just kind of went there right yeah and, and it's and it's important to remember that there's hidden value in every single interview that we have that's just yeah. outside of the subject matter and it's it's a really fun thing for us as as the hosts to learn yeah. i mean and, and we did we did your interview not too long ago of uh, a year in, and these are the little things that, you know, you're exposed to where, you know, if you're just going to club meetings and stuff, you're not exposed to it. So yeah. it's really fun to, it's really fun to be on, part the, of on that interview, which was cool. I, before it aired, I got an email that our club was doing an orientation. <laughs> I was like, wow, what good timing. <laughs> but it was really cool because, I mean, that was one thing we talked about was, yeah. you know, as, as a new member wanting to have a little more orientation. And without having heard that show, um, our club's doing one. Yeah, that's So it was, it was pretty cool that Afira, our club president, asked if I could give her some feedback. I said, absolutely, because that's what we – and she heard the show too. So Something too for our listeners is if – if your club is now doing a club orientation because of the interview with Chad, 
Email the show at <laughs> searchingforserviceshow at gmail.com and let us know or comment in our social media. We'd love to hear that. That's that's a nice measurement tool of for the show where we can yeah, where really the impact pr- where and... we're impacting clubs. Yeah, yeah. And, well, we and, impacted ours. Yeah, well, like like Alexis said, you can reach out to her on the membership idea or reach out to the show too because that was a, that was another one that was uh, pretty cool to, to learn about. What what was uh, besides the the membership event in discussing with Alexa, who's always a great interview, by the way. Um, what, what what was the other takeaway that you really? Well, I loved her story at the end where she was talking about how her son was, um, you know, really getting exposed to rotary from them. But then all of a sudden, she read a book. He read a book at school, and then was talking about how rotary got water. I That's don't remember right, because it, it, was... it was about a, a group that brought water to... Yep, yep. Yeah, and, and it was so like it was a rotary project. Yeah. He came home and talked to her about <laughs> how rotary brought water, fresh water to uh, to a different part of the world, which was... Uh, well, and we always love stories, but she, that one was a pretty cool one to hear. That was a good story. Yeah. I, I did appreciate that. Yeah, so that, w- that was uh, always impactful, and we'll, we'll, I'm sure, have Alexa on again because she's a, a wealth of knowledge that brings uh, a whole different aspect to. Well, and she Rody. supported the show so much, too. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's been nice. You know, one of the challenges that we, we kind of diagnosed with the show is you have annual change yeah. at the leadership level. Whereas Alexa is kind of that common, yep. common piece that we can really align with and and help drive a, a project like ours that's yeah. know, supposed to be in it for the long haul over the course of many years. Yeah, that's that's something that we talked about with her. We've talked about a, a commonality through, which you know, there's the blessing of you, you have change right away, which forces change. Yeah, but also having somebody like her in place that really keep some consistency and has that understanding to explain as there's change every year with leadership and and implementing different programs and ideas you have somebody who really understands what it takes to implement and what needs to stay consistent well and what's interesting too is i mean if there's other projects that are going to be like ours where it's multi-year or you know it just extends a long period of time yeah where maybe that partnership with that position in your district, in your specific district, if your district has one, yeah. um, is a really nice tool. And, you know, you can model what we've done and yeah. in, in partnering with that person yeah. to create consistency and to really advocate for your show, too. I mean, or advocate for your cause yeah. um, because maybe they have a, an exposure to it that the incoming leadership doesn't have and yeah. doesn't understand. I mean, that's not their fault. No, no. They're, they've got 9,000 other things <laughs> on their mind, right? And, you know, they've probably got their preloaded uh, ad- objectives and yep, that's and great. Agenda and and, and agenda. ideas. Yep. And so maybe as a really good takeaway from from this last episode with Alexa and kind of our learning process over the last few months has been if your project is ongoing longer than the term of your district governor and or your president, if it's the club level, you know, a really nice alignment is that district. Yeah. And if you don't have that, finding somebody that is that consistent at that level. There's always somebody. Yeah. I think there's more, you know, we've, we've met people through the show that have that consistency too. Mm -hmm. Um, So finding that. I think of Mary Brindle in our our club, right? Like she's like the consistent piece that goes. And there's, you know, there's always, I think most projects, if not all are not looking to be short term. Yeah. You know, that's why we do this is to have impact and you grow impact. Love it. What a great last takeaway. So, Alexa, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for listening. We'll uh, see you next week. And as a reminder, it is time to start searching. Stop searching. Stop searching and and start start serving. There we go. We got it. Stop (laughs) searching and start serving. Thanks for listening. Uh.